This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. Welcome to Taiwan Talk. This is Alex Lewis. This week, I talked to Royce Hong and Azizi Tucker about their startup, Zing Mobility. The conversation starts with Royce and Azizi giving an overview of what the company does. Zing Mobility is an electric vehicle technology development firm that we use racing and development of uh, all extreme performance cars to, to innovate, to test, and to develop a lot of our technologies for future uh, electric vehicles. Our focus is uh, developing products that make it easier for other companies to bring electric vehicles to market, particularly small and medium-sized companies that don't have the resources of your large OEM car companies like Nissan or GM or VW. Uh, one of the unique things about our company is that we do engineering consulting, we design products, and we build complete cars. Because we build complete cars, we also use all of our products, which allows us to develop and, and hone them in a much faster way than most companies. Zing Mobility is starting to see the fruits of their labor. They showcased their newest car, named Miss R, at EV Taiwan in Taipei's World Trade Center in April. Here's Royce looking back at how the company has grown. We started with very little means at, to begin with. We were in uh, half a metal shed in Taishan, suburbs of Taipei. We were sharing a garage space with what, a Z and three or four engineers. That's about it. And we built the first race car in Taiwan. A lot of difficulties. Uh, you know, suppliers don't, don't want to work with us, no name, and they have no idea what we're doing. But, uh, you know, I think over time, we, you know, hurdle after hurdle, we... we we overcome the difficulties, and uh, I think the end result it's, it shows for itself. As the company matured, their focus changed from making cars to the technology inside. The company's goal was to build race cars and to race. But then after we got into talking, we discovered beyond our interest in cars, we are also extremely interested in disruptive technology. And we are all both seeing this trend of uh, electric vehicles, you know, becoming the future of taking over the auto industry and huge opportunity there so after you know a lot of uh, long talks and discussions about the company's future business model we decided to shift it uh, having a race cars become a sort of a laboratory for future electric uh, vehicle technologies the race car laboratory setup allows them to develop technologies for an automotive industry that is shifting toward electric vehicles Here's Royce with his outlook on the industry's future. My bold prediction is that um, we think that in 15 years, all new cars produced in the world will be electric. In about 20 to 25 years, I think it will be illegal for you and me to drive in city streets, in urban areas, because all cars will be autonomous. Because of this, I think... uh, we don't, cars ownership experience and the business model will change drastically. But the need for transportation will still be the same. Bold words from Royce. Has you wondering what he sees as the biggest hurdle for the shift towards electric vehicles? User behavior and consumer sort of confidence in electric vehicles. I think we're used to having gasoline powered cars. If you, you drive until you're almost out of gas, you go to the gas station and you, you pump in the gas and then you're on the way. But for electric vehicles, it's actually uh, it's, you use a car like how you use your, your iPhone. You, you don't wait until it's fully discharged. Every time you go home, you plug it in. Every, every morning when you wake up, it's fully charged. Azizi goes on to say, as with other green technologies, how the initial cost of the product can discourage consumers. 
The cost of gasoline cars is subsidized by most governments in the world, whereas electrical costs are simply not maybe so apparent to consumers. So what we see with electric vehicles is a gasoline car that costs, let's say, 20,000 U.S. dollars. If it's an electric car, it costs 30,000 U.S. dollars, and the typical consumer says, hey, that's a big increase in price. We don't really pay attention as consumers to our total lifetime cost of our vehicles. Vehicles cost us a huge amount of money over their lifetime that we don't really pay attention to or track well. And so I think you'll see a, a bigger uptake in electric vehicles in commercial businesses where they care a lot more about the total lifetime cost and track it much better. And then it may be a little bit later for consumers. He goes on to outline the way that Zing Mobility will facilitate that shift towards electric vehicles in the commercial space. What this means is that small and medium-sized businesses, especially construction machines, bus companies, earth-moving equipment, uh, forklifts, all of these companies are kind of locked out of the electric vehicle revolution just because it's so expensive to do the development. And so using our battery pack, they don't have to pay that big development cost to get a custom battery pack made or... It'll be custom-made by us, but it's without that big cost because we simply stack it up like Legos. So the question in everyone's mind, why Taiwan? When I was at Tesla Motors, uh, I was responsible for supplier development throughout Asia, which meant I traveled through Japan, China, Taiwan, uh, Thailand, South Korea. And what I saw in Taiwan was something unique, is that there was a very high density of small and medium family-owned businesses that provided good level of product and service, but were not too big. What that means for us is that we have a high density of suppliers, so we have many, many suppliers. You know, if we were in another country, our supply chain would be spread out over probably a six- or eight-hour drive. For us, it's a one-hour drive for that same level of suppliers. It's always great to hear what someone likes about your country, but let's see what kind of challenges Zing faces while working here. challenge here in Taiwan to fill positions for experienced electric car engineers because there's very, very little electric vehicle engineering happening here in Taiwan. So most of our team has come from outside the electric vehicle industry, but they've come with the components that we need, whether it's somebody from the computer industry who understands cooling, or whether it's somebody from a traditional gasoline manufacturer, gasoline car manufacturer, who understands vehicle chassis. The one challenge we have had is that there's definitely a kind of a lack of hands-on experience uh, for young Taiwanese engineers, especially compared to the U.S. So that's probably the biggest challenge we have. Lastly, I asked the founders if they could change one thing about Taiwan, what would that be? In Taiwanese culture, I've noticed kind of an aversion to taking risk and a fear of failure. Um, one of the key successes of our business is that we do take risk. We're okay with failure. And as an engineer, you learn a tremendous amount from a failure, typically more than you learn from a success. I would quickly trade 10 failures over one success. You know, So those 10 failures will really build the foundation so you can have a successful product or a successful business. And I think... One of the things I see in our team and kind of in the culture in general is just a fear of that, of doing something that may not work out. Well, I think, uh, for me, I think the education system, which uh, trains and brings up the talents that we're hiring, is the one thing that I would change. I think the education system right now is actually it's designed to, to, to bring up talents 
uh, suitable to work in factories, not as uh, knowledge workers, not as creative thinkers or uh, communicators or creators. I think a lot of it has to do with, we need to pro- promote education that teaches creativity, teaches communication, and teaches critical thinking, not you know, cramming knowledge and uh, trains people to take tests. I was able to catch up with Royce and Azizi at EV Taiwan last April, an electric vehicle expo where Zing Mobility was showcasing their new car, Miss R. Here's a couple highlights from that conversation from the expo, beginning with Royce talking about how people received the yet-to-be-completed race car that was made in Taiwan. When people found out the car is almost entirely made, designed, engineered, and made in Taiwan, they get doubly surprised. Um, we intended this to be a showcase of um, how Taiwan's manufacturers can also produce not just cheap or uh, reliable, affordable products, but also best of the breed in the world. So things, the construction methods, the things that we're using here in the car are unheard of, even for the Paganis or the Bugattis or the Lamborghinis. Do you think people are excited because it's an electric vehicle as well as looking sexy, or, or do you think they just like come for the sexiness and kind of just are pleasantly surprised that it's an electric vehicle? Well, when you compare our our vehicle to the other vehicles at the show, we have a very, very different take on what an electric vehicle is. Most companies here in Taiwan and most of the things you see at their show are designed to be very low cost. Uh, sexiness is not even a consideration. Where for us, that's our number one consideration, is getting people excited about electric vehicles. If you look around me right at this moment, you'll see people pointing at all different parts of the car. Um, and that's the key thing we wanted to generate was that excitement. Make sure people really, really understand how nice and how exciting a vehicle can be instead of just something practical to get you to and from. As you know, people, when they buy gasoline vehicles, you know, it's not about buying the vehicle that suits your needs the most. It's about buying the vehicle that makes you excited. That was Royce Hong and Azizi Tucker of Zing Mobility. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Talk. I'm Alex Lewis.